Good evening, and welcome to Georgette PR Radio. Tonight, December 19th, marks my show's three-year anniversary, and what better way to celebrate it than to recap what this year has brought all of us, especially in music. To help me end off the year right, my special guests from different parts of the industry will offer their points of view on what happened this year and projections for 2013. Who knows what next year will hold, plus I have a special announcement at the end of the show. Quick disclaimer, the views shared during this episode are that of my guests and should not be considered the views of everyone else participating. Now, with that being said, time to introduce my first guest. Musing about pop culture for a living, Nikki McGlosser is a New York-based writer who recently relaunched the women's fashion, beauty, and lifestyle brand that most of you all know as Vibe Vixen. She currently resides in the Harlem world. Hi, welcome, Nikki. Nikki, how are you? I'm good, honey. Thank you. I'm happy to be, yes, you yes, know, chatting in a <laughs> The next guest that I have, he is the first comedian signed to G-Unit's label. This guy can be seen on thisis50.com with his so disrespectful interviews. A man of many hats and hailing from Atlanta, Georgia, I welcome young Jack Thriller. Jack, how are hey, you? Hey, what's happening? I'm chilling, I'm chilling. <laughs> I'm going to get dressed ready to park. Let's do it. Yes, I, I always want to add Skrilla to the end of your name, Young Jack Thriller Skrilla. I might say that, so just FYI. Yeah, you do that on uh, emails and shit, too. I was like, okay. That's what you want me to be. I, I think you give me some money and shit, you know. You add I, I can dig it. Yes. We have one more guest coming on. He's going to be joining us a little bit later, so he should be joining us shortly. So, Thank you all for joining me tonight and assisting me in celebrating three years with my show. Are you all ready to rumble? Yes. Yeah, let's do it. Let's, <laughs> let's do it. I, okay. Oh. Already, <laughs> so you already know, 2012 came with a lot of hang-ups, artists that just wouldn't go away, and even artists we didn't get a chance to hear from this year but were still on the grid. Starting with the albums that dropped in the R&B genre, Usher, Trey Songz, Miguel, Alicia Keys, Frank Ocean, Ryan Leslie, The Weeknd, Keisha Cole, The Dream. And mind you, we're only talking about main acts. A lot more albums dropped. But starting with, with, let's talk about Miguel's album. What do you all think about Kaleidoscope Dream? Did you all like that album? Starting with you, Jack. I, I loved it. Um, you know what I'm saying? He, uh, you, you, when you can get past how Miguel looked and, and listen to his music, then you can enjoy and appreciate him a little bit <laughs> oh more. Gosh. And, you know, get past all the, the Gumby haircut, and then when he was wearing all the old uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine ass outfits and shit, the music is dope from one to done. The nigga can sing, man. He's a cool little Mexican dude. Yeah. I definitely think uh, I agree. Like, I mean, his style is very eclectic, but I mean, Miguel's voice is is super flawless. And like on a serious note, Adorn was a super like classic song, and I know we don't want, we always throw around, you know, the word classic, but Adorn and the rest of that album was a very great R&B body of work, and I think it really shows the growth that Miguel has and, like, the longevity that he's going to have in his business, because, I mean, it scored him a Grammy nomination, so I really you know, appreciate that album. Grammy nominations on top of that. I think with this album, what, what did it for Miguel, Miguel was able to be who he wanted to be when he first came out. The first album was kind of... It was, I'm not going to say it was fully manufactured. It was him, but it wasn't completely him. And I, I think he got to do a lot more creatively this time around, and it really paid off. I actually like the album, and I like his outfit, Jack. I think that's just a part of his, his expressive uh, style. That's what kind of guys you like, man. You know, that's what kind of guys you like. You like dudes dressed up like a loaded flower bomb out of this motherfucker. Wait, I mean, I guess somebody likes it because he's in a relationship, and he's in a relationship for seven years. So somebody hey. like, are you kidding me? Yeah, he has a girlfriend, the girl that's in his video. That, that's his boo. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't know that. Yeah. That's, that's what yeah, stuff I can think of. No. He's supposed to have a girlfriend. He got all that goddamn money. I wish I would be successful <laughs> as Miguel, and I didn't have a goddamn girlfriend. <laughs> that's why I'm trying to get famous right now, so I can get a goddamn girlfriend. <laughs> so, so speaking like perfect transition for Miguel, because Miguel has five Grammy nominations. Let's talk about Frank Ocean and Channel Orange. Now, we're strictly talking about this album. We'll get into the bigger stories later on. 
But what did you think as far as body of work wise with Child Channel Orange? Nikki, I'll start with you. Well, I, I might be a little biased because I love me some Frank Ocean. I love the main thing about that art album that I really loved was the writing. Like he, it was almost like it was a it was a storybook. It was like short stories on each track. And to me, I feel like getting that message across and him really being a poet, it, it was like incredible to me. So I, and I'm not, I'm I'm definitely not mad at the fact that that was one of the top albums of the year. I loved it. Jack, the like body of work aside, I got the work focusing on first. What did you think about his album overall? Any of the talk the tracks that you may have heard. I love Super Rich Kids. Um, that's one of my favorite mm. songs. Um, Fertilizer. Um, I love uh, the one with Andre on there. What is it called? Pink. Uh, oh, Pink Matter. Yes. That was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you're talking about. That's, that's like the culture to the end of the album, yeah. Paula Jones. Uh, I, I, I love them in the whole album except for the one. That got a little gay. Can I tell you? That's my favorite song. That's what we're and I know for female. <laughs> I love that song, but I, I get it from a guy's perspective. What <laughs> the hell is he talking about? I can't even watch Forrest Gump no more. I can't even, even look at Tom Hanks the same way anymore after listening to that song. <laughs> that was a that really was crazy. good song. I want to bring Ryan in. Ryan, our third guest, is just now joining us. Let me give him a quick introduction. Now, um, my next guest does Urban and Rhythm Promotions at Columbia Records here in New York, covering artists such as Beyonce, J. Cole, GTJ, Rita Ora, John Legend, and more. I welcome Ryan. Ryan, please join Jack and Nikki. How are you? How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Apologies for the lateness. Um, no, actually, good. in, in route, just... Just hey, man, I know. I've I, I, I seen the jeans you wear, man. I've seen the uh, skinny jeans. It's hard. It takes time to get inside them skinny jeans. I'm like, you know what? He's late. He's putting on them skinny jeans, y'all. You know, you're so silly. He's so silly. I actually so, don't even so own a pair of skinny jeans, but that's funny. I'm glad you bet. I'm glad you bet. Going over some, some R&B albums. We're breaking down each albums I've dropped this year. And so out of the R&B category, you just talked about Miguel's Kaleidoscope Dream, and now we're um, talking about Frank Ocean's Channel Orange. Now, we're focusing on the body of work first before we get into the bigger story. So, overall, you know, Jack and Nikki actually really thought Frank Ocean's Channel Orange was a nice body of work and even named some album, I mean, some songs they liked. What did you think about um, Channel Orange? It's, it's up for six Grammy nominations. Wow. I mean, it's, it's I mean, we, we've kind of seen it before with Drake or whatever, somebody that's putting out mixtapes and just hot records that just sound like albums. So it was long-awaited, well overdue. Um, you know, he had the whole, you know, just buzz and controversy with his, his personal life going on, but it played him well, and, and, and true talent speaks out regardless. So um, I got a few joints on there I rock with as well. Um, it, it, it's a, it's a hard, hard album, hard record, good lyrics. You can tell he's a, he's a legit songwriter. He got people right. behind him, you know what I'm saying? There's, there's nothing I can say about that album, but, you know what I'm saying, condolence, congrats and everything to it. So. Well, what did you think about Forrest Gump, though? That was my favorite song. Don't even try to play Forrest Gump. It's a good song, even if he's talking about a guy. Like, honestly, it's good music. I know. It, it is a good song. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, these are some references and then what it really meant that we all find out, have to find out after the fact. I mean, yeah, I'm right. not, I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan, but you know, that wasn't, that wasn't one of my favorites to begin with. Whether it, he had said that one line or not, it wasn't one of gotcha. my favorite records. Fair enough. Fair enough. Now, real, real quick, moving on to, so this is, she's an interesting one. So Alicia Keys dropped Girl on Fire, and she, this is what, I mean, I think she took like a two-year hiatus. Obviously, she, she has a family now. She's married, has a child. You know, she's, she's playing mother as well as, as, as um, artist and all, a, a, a lot of other things that she's doing. But I don't necessarily know. I felt like it's, it's – I don't know if she came back strong with a complete album opposed to, like, that one single girl on fire. What are your thoughts? Um, hey. Jack, let's start with you. What, what, is, what are your thoughts on Alicia Keys' Girl on Fire from what you may have heard of it? Girl on Fire, man. At the time I was dating this girl, man, I found out she had, uh, you know, oh, had an God. STD. No, um, but for the most part, I like the song, Girl on Fire. I didn't really hear the album. But I okay. trust Alicia Keys, man. She's thorough. And so I, I I would tell anybody to go get Alicia Keys' album because I own other albums, and they're really, really dope. I just hadn't gotten around to uh, getting this new one. But I like Girl on Fire. Oh, so so, you basically, so you're, giving, you're giving that a chance. So, so Nikki, I'm getting a little bit of a uh with you. What, what, what were your thoughts on that? 
I don't know. I, I feel like it bores me. I, like, I understand yeah. the whole concept of it. It's, it's like, okay, you know, you're new, you're coming into your own, you're confident now, you know, you're brand new, that's great. But I didn't feel it. Not like how I felt when she first came out. I feel like I'm not connecting with her anymore. So it, it kind of, it flew under the radar to me. I gave it a real chance. But it, it didn't excite me like I thought it would at all. Ryan, what are your thoughts about it, Girl on Fire? From uh-huh. whatever you may have heard, be on the single side. I, I agree with, with with the last statement because uh, I did it. Uh, that's, that's RCA, so I, I heard the album definitely gave it like two run throughs, and it. I was looking for that unthinkable record. I was looking for that, uh, right. you know, one of those other records on there that was like something else hidden on here that's fire. That's gonna be the next single that nobody even knows about yet, and I didn't find this one with Maxwell. It's pretty dope. I think that should be our next single, to be honest, and they should need to do a video with that, bring him back, do all of that, so just to spice it up a little more. But it can't just be the girl on fire, and that's it. That's the album, you know what I'm saying? So it didn't really do too much thing. for me, but all respects to Alicia regardless. No, yeah. you know, the funny thing is Girl on Fire was like, when I heard the album, it was kind of crazy because Girl on Fire and then one day they seemed like they were out of place on that album. And and, and I like Alicia. Um but from the sentence that I heard, I was like, I don't, I couldn't rock with it fully. I just, I wasn't able to rock with that fully. So, um, let's talk about the weekend. The weekend, obviously, for those that have been following the weekend, the trilogy was basically remastered um, of his three mixtapes that he dropped, and now it's out for the world to hear. Were you a fan of the weekend before he came out? Anyways, what, what do you think about the weekend's buzz? Is, is he overhyped? Um, I think that the weekend was a great. I I appreciated the mixtape. I know that there were like a few new tracks. I think on the trilogy, but I didn't even take the time. And unfortunately, that's probably my bad. But I didn't take the time to get into the the album as a body of work. I really just fucked with the mixtape. And I'm a big weekend fan anyway, so the music is good to me. Uh, Ryan, what are your thoughts on the weekend? Um, I mean, from from the jump, just off the features and and you know the few things he had mainstream. The voice is unique, the voice is solid, the voice stands out, and he could definitely sing. So those three are, he had me, you know what I'm saying, hip to his whole situation. And I was I wanted to hear more because it's off his voice, you know what I'm saying? There's other people in the industry who have come out with, like, yo, that voice is crazy, whether it's Miguel or whoever, it just stands out to you. Um, you know, like even Jeremiah and all those other artists or whatever. So definitely look forward to hearing more from him. And then the songwriting was different, the sound was different, it was more of a chill vibe or whatever, so... Um, I, I, I rock with the weekend, to be honest. His, his, his voice is crazy. Yeah, Jack Thriller. What are your thoughts on the weekend? Did you get to hear any of his mixtapes? No, I was not fucking with him like that until Drake had put him on his album. And I, uh, I like that song, baby. But otherwise, um, I'm bandwagon. I think he's cool. I okay. Him. Okay. So you're so you're okay with him, but you're not really rocking with him fully. Not yet. I don't need him. A- now, the next person, I mean, obviously we know about him. He does a lot more than just sing. He's a songwriter, but a major producer as well. The Dream, 1977. He just, in a sense, re-released that, switched some tracks around. Um, I know I definitely heard it when he first dropped it last year, and then he re-released it. What, what are you all thinking about The Dream? What What are your thoughts on The Dream? Uh, Jack. We'll start with you. Yo, I own every album that Dream ever did. He's um, extremely talented. Um, he is very innovative, creative. He's always coming with something new. Uh, I, 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 he's dope to me. He can't do no wrong. He can't do no wrong. <laughs> he can't do no wrong. Ryan, what are your thoughts on the Dream? The Dream. Uh, keep the same formula. Keep going. Keep going. I mean, great songwriter. He's all right, regardless. Uh, I mean, I'm not. I'm not mad at him. I, I like the last couple songs, the dope chick and all of that. It's the same formula, same yeah. sound. Like it, 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 it's gonna work in my eyes. So right. I wouldn't say to do anything different. No, Nikki, what are your thoughts about the dream? I love the dream, and obviously my name is Nikki, so I honestly was looking forward for him to chronicle that story. Um, I was looking, I wasn't looking for him to release, re-release the meet, the mixtape. Essentially, like honestly, I wanted him to chronicle Nikki like he was supposed to, and I didn't get that. So I'm not really happy about that. But outside of it, I'm a huge dream fan. Like songwriting, production. I think he's an insane hit maker. I mean, I'm very happy that he'll be working on B's next project, too. So that makes me happy, but I don't think this re-release of 1977 
was all of that. But I love the mixtape, so. Yeah, I mean, is. again, the mixtape was 80%. I mean, the, the album he re-released was 80% of what he released a year ago. He took, like, took two songs right. off and replaced them, so. So, uh, and, but, but, and you know, I feel it, like it, that's lazy. I, feel, I really don't I, want artists to keep doing that. I don't want them to get into the habit of making a mixtape and re-releasing it as an album. Uh, I don't like right, that. right, right, right. I agree. I agree. Okay, real quick, we're moving into hip-hop. I know there was a lot of albums that dropped this year. It's touched about at least, well, three or four of them. Um, the first one that stood on top of mind for me because I know she actually didn't do really well on her second album, and then she decided to do a re-release. Nicki Minaj, Pink Friday, Roman Reloaded. They, I thought they, I think they thought she was going to do a lot of numbers, and she didn't. What do you all, what do you all think of Nicki Minaj overall as an artist? Um, since this album was a little bit of hip hop and a lot of pop. Um, Jack, let's start with you. Well, I mean, this, this is where I'm at with Nicki Minaj. I mean, I think she's the dopest female that ever did it, and yeah. I'm gonna tell you why. She's just so unique, and she's not afraid to take chances. And, you know, even though she's pulled from other uh, legendary females and whatnot, she made it her own. And, uh, you know, she she just caught a brick on this one, just as simple as that. And, yeah. um, you know, she just got she to work her way back to the top, and she will. And if you ain't got Nicki Minaj, who else you got? Nobody cares. Because you don't even really <laughs> like female uh, artists anyway, rap artists. Yeah. They don't like them. So, I mean, she's the best we got, so we might as well just deal with it. Give her a chance. Do you think she's all over the place on this album, though? Um, I think that she's finding herself right now, you know, okay. on the album. And I'm not mad at her. I, I, I walk with her on that because she's given us so much good shit on the last one. And, you know what I'm saying, on her mixtapes before, we watch her grow up and whatnot. And people people don't like to see, the people like to see uh, winners lose. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I mean, I think she's true. winning, but don't you think she's kind of going away from her core fans, not doing so much of the, like, straight-up hip-hop or rap? Well, I, I think that, I mean, you know, as a um, as an artist, she she's allowed to, you know, mm-hmm. get bored and want to try new things and whatnot, you know? She's just trying to find something else. She has, okay. She so much Nikki, what, so do you, what did you think about this album? Are you, are you in between? Yeah, I'm in between, and I'm like a, and I'm a huge Nicki fan, so it's kind of like, um, it's a little disappointing. It, but I can see where she's going, and I guess maybe because I work in this industry, it's like I can be open minded to it. But I can see where some of her fans still shut out. Like you're going super, like you know, starships and all this other stuff. They're gonna get lost. So I feel like she just gotta find a way. Like Jack said, she's still find herself. So she just gotta find a way to balance it better. The, the funny thing is with that, I think uh, the, the the songs that Nicki has on that album, the pop songs are actually the ones getting the most radio play. Starship, I'm hearing in stores now. I'm hearing when I'm at restaurants. I'm hearing, right. you know, well, and, that's hot. and it's marketable now, too. So. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Ryan, what do you think about Pink Friday, Roman Reloaded? Did you think Nicki was all over the place? Did you think this album was okay or... You know, what what are, you, what are your thoughts? Is it more so? Is it more so when she first came out, or, or are y'all speaking as, as current? As current, current, current. Um, I mean, she's just getting to the money. I was right. I mean, I think that explains it all. It's deals and shit that we don't know about. You know, what I'm saying, and, and a lot of things that he's doing for looks and different, you know, fan bases, and just to get to those those sponsorships. That's all I see right. when I look at Nikki right now. You know, what I'm saying. Interesting. Um, yeah, do you think that's gonna hurt her? Uh. Out of pockets, maybe maybe the fans that started from you know saying the streets and everything, but yeah. she's still keeping a little yeah. bit of rap on her album before it goes pop towards the middle of the and, 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 and the end of it. So mm, that's interesting. But, that's interesting. But Jack, Jack, before y'all move forward, I got an artist going on stage right now. We got to do sound check really quick. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to run. Yeah. Do your thing. Do your thing. Thank you so much, Ryan. Okay, cool. Definitely. Good talking to y'all. Right. So now the other person, uh, he definitely made some some noise, and these two people made noise. I'm gonna start with Kendrick Lamar first. Good kid, Matt City. <laughs> this show feel my vibe. This show feel my vibe. <laughs> what were y'all thoughts on, on Kendrick? I I like Kendrick. I I really do. I really like Kendrick. Um, yo, Nikki, what are your thoughts on Kendrick? Oh, um. I don't know. I'm 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 bigger than I like him. Like I love him and I love what he's doing for hip hop. Um, just being just seeing him grow and being a part of like the early situation and listening to like the mixtapes and then getting this body of work 
it's incredible, and I think it really changed the game, and that's why the whole is it a classic conversation is already on the table because I think it's really going to make people step up their game game as far as, like, how they rap, what they rap about. And um, I think he brought some realness back, and I, and I appreciate that. Dude, what about you, Jack? Did you think, do you think, can I know, what's his name? God, I forgot the man's name, Shine. Damn, that's crazy. Shine was trying to say all these things about Kendrick's album for whatever reason. I mean, obviously a lot of people weren't paying that any mind. I had their couple of comments here and there, but what are your thoughts, Jack, about, about Kendrick Lamar overall as an artist? Well, um, first off, I think John need to kill himself, and he has no right oh, God. to be talking about nobody with nobody doing <laughs> Uh, Kendrick, I think, man, the only bad thing, only thing, bad thing I could ever say about Kendrick is that he needs to brush his hair. Uh, otherwise, I like his hair. Oh yeah, oh, goodness. <laughs> you like she everything, all right? <laughs> yeah, she, she go whatever. You going to heaven? Um, yeah, I thought the album was dope as hell from one to done, man. Because it was, we like, we didn't, it ain't too many concept albums anymore and whatnot. Um, it was a story. From one to done about that van, he stole his mom's van. He was riding around all day chasing his girl and shit, and he was putting himself in compromising situations. I dug it. It was a movie. I saw it. There's not too many artists out there that can rap, and you can see exactly what they're talking about. Right. You can see exactly. it. You know what I'm saying? It's like a movie going on in your mind. And I yeah. think that's what um, Kendrick's album was. It was still out of mind. And I appreciate him for, you know what I'm saying, taking me to another place like that. Man, we need yeah. more of that. Kendrick is very uh, powerful in today's time. Yeah. No, and, I think And I definitely the, think uh, that's what most most of the best albums that came out this year, that's what happened. Like, they were very visual. You could you could see them, even, like, talking about the Frank one. So, yeah, I completely agree with that. Cool. I, I like I, I definitely like Kendrick. Um, this next artist, I'm not a fan of him, but and maybe it's because... I can only take with so much misogynistic lyric, uh, music, but damn, I I I've liked a lot of Drake songs, and so uh, I guess it's a catch twenty two. But two chains, based on a true story, two chains. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah. You know, I can't. The big booty strippers, Jack. I mean, damn. What else can we talk about? You know, can they, can we talk about something else instead of somebody's ass? Like, I don't. I just. I don't know. People love ass. ass. People love Ash. Lyrically, I couldn't get into Two Chains. I I I dig his story because I saw him first time. I made it on MTV, but I, I just I couldn't get into him lyrically. I couldn't. I couldn't. Jack, from a male perspective, what's what's up with Two Chains? Well, I was saying you got a nice ass off the rip, man. So I, I thought that you were going appreciate <laughs> oh my God. Um, a little bit more. You know, I was watching you the other day when I was walking out the building and whatnot. I know. I know you were. You were. You you could feel it. I, I feel like he's looking at me, but I'm like, I ignored it. I'm like, whatever. It's cool. Was oh, ignoring. my God. You should be happy, but there's some of us that don't have an ass, okay? So you should just be happy for it. Yo, somebody still here, don't even worry about that, girl. You know, it's just easy to get to that thing. You are so silly, but, but based on the true story, I think Chase has an interesting story. He does have an interesting story. I will give him that. Oh, I mean, well, let me tell you this, man. I've seen two chains when, when the nigga used to wear her. Fake Louis, fake Gucci, all up and down. You know what I'm saying? Know, like 10, 11 years ago, you know, <laughs> around Atlanta. Because I'm from Atlanta. And, yeah. you know, I've seen people dog him out and, you know, not that, like, you know, he'd be in the studio and he'd try to get on songs and people wouldn't let him get on this, get on that. I saw it. And just to see this guy in the last two years make a presence on World Star and and the next thing you know, he got he get that he get that song. I'm riding around, I'm getting it, riding around, I'm getting it, you know. And he finally makes it at age 37, 38, whatever the fuck he is. You know, I, I'm, I'm proud of him, man. I think he's dope. But as far as the album goes, I got like five songs on there that I, I really really rock with. And I, I thought it was, I thought it was a cool little album, man. I ain't mad. I'm glad this dude finally getting some money. Because he could have yeah. quit a long yeah. time ago. And yeah. this is the thing I'm saying right now is based on a true story. 
Two James. Cool. Now I, I hope he I hope he can pull off another one. I hope he catch another well, one. I hope, right. I hope his I'm I hope his bus stays. I hope his bus stays. Real quick, Nikki, before we move on to the next and um album we're going to drop, talk about singles as well. It's very easy when it comes to two chains with me. I like to turn up. I like to be ratchet. I like to have a good time. So, like, if, like, like turn up. if it's all, I swear to God, like, if I'm partying, that's when I want to hear two chains. Or if I want to turn up and I want to get wasted, I'll listen to two chains. But I don't take him, like, crazy seriously. I think he's dope. Um, I didn't really get into the album too heavy, but, like, his hits so the songs that I hear in the club, I'm with it. I'm here for him to win all day. Like, coming from Titty Boy to 2 Chains, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay, so now, uh, before we go on to the next topic, this album, obviously, we have to talk about because it's her first number one album, Rihanna, Unapologetic. Oh, God. Nikki, I'm going to start with you. Oh, God. So I really love Rihanna's album, and I'll tell you why. Um, And it's so funny because I was just talking to my homegirl about this. Rihanna's finally connecting. Now, she's had bad hits. Rihanna's a, Rihanna is in another stratosphere when you're talking about pop stars, you know, she's she's iconic. You have to start talking about her in those conversations. But this album specifically, even with the song Stay and how she's been performing it, I think she's finally connecting on some real shit. Now, her personal life, I know that's not up for discussion, but we'll talk about that another time, but I think that this album is really good for her and it really speaks to where she is right now, her life. So I think she did a really, really great job. Even even as far as business wise, like marketing it, she's doing phenomenal. And, 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 and what are your thoughts about her as an artist? Because I saw some, some Perry interviews you've done, Jack. Uh, about Rihanna, what, what are your thoughts about this album? Yeah, I was, I was, I was bugging at the time. Um, I didn't like the way, you know what it is. I didn't like the way Chris Brown was being treated after he had, uh, you know, they had their little altercation because you know they were young and you know everybody was really, really dogging this dude out and everything. And we wasn't inside that car and we don't know what had happened. So I was very, very, very upset with the way, you know, that this guy was just being torn apart. And I could only imagine, you know, what was going on through his mind. And I I, I did not want Chris Brown to commit suicide. This is just, you know, a man looking at a, at a little boy. And in my heart went out to him and everything, you know, because I know what it's like to be with a crazy-ass shit, you know, when you're 19 <laughs> and you're, like, madly in love with him. And so I wasn't really mad, per se, at Rihanna, but I was striking out and everything, just kind of let Buddy know, hey, man, hey, I got your back, man. And da-da-da-da-da. So what was wrong with you did? But, you know, <laughs> I don't know what the, I don't know what happened. I don't know what she did to provoke that. But let's yeah. be unapologetic. Uh, I thought this album was so dope. It was yeah. really, uh, ain't nobody's business. Chris Brown, you know, that's my shit right there, you know what I'm saying? They got a little mic. Oh, that is my favorite song, song honey. Oh, the female version of Bands, I love that track. Pour it up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was dope. The one, um, the the uh, genuine remake. If you haunt it, let's do oh, it. Jump. That was dope. Oh, but my favorite track off there, album, Hope It, Love, or Future. Future can't sing work for shit, but somehow <laughs> they made that shit work, man. I love that song, though. Love is my shit. Um, oh yeah, diamonds, man. You know. It was, that is so funny. I think no, I, I think we can all agree on that. I was actually really and, and I told anybody this. Um I don't I don't I, I have the artists that I go and check for their albums and she wasn't an album person like she wasn't an artist that I checked for her albums, but I was actually literally waiting for the day this album dropped to get it. That was the first time mm. and I I was like, Wow, like that's that's I, what she brought me. I don't have that many I wasn't doing all that. I don't have her first I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't doing all that. I just heard that Diamond shining bright like a diamond. See, I didn't like that song at first. When Diamond first I came did. out, I wasn't I really did. fucking I did. with it. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what is this weirdo shit she's doing? But I think after I was really listening to it, then I saw her, like I saw this visual. I was like, yo, she's really got something here. So then I started like really wanting to hear more. That shit spoke yeah. in my heart. You real okay, so now we're gonna go on to artists that emerged. The one person that stands out and maybe just I he just irked the, the the heck out of me. But Trinidad James and all gold everything. Like what are you doing? What I don't I didn't get him. I didn't get him. <laughs> I 
I just, I, that's all I can say. Like, I did not get him. I don't, no, I still don't get you're, him. You're not supposed to, I don't think. I think when people, and this is my thing with all those type of artists, don't think so hard about it. Just enjoy the fucking ride. Like, Trinidad James, Ratchet, looks crazy. All good, everything, barely makes sense. It's a parody in itself, but... It's, it's a hot record when you're in the club and you're having a good time. Just don't think too hard about it. Oh, Trinidad James. Oh. Okay, do you think, okay, for, for both of you all, do you think the uh, the album signing to Def Jam was, was worth it? Man, for one, I think that's bullshit. I <laughs> refuse to believe that he got $2 million. <laughs> but if he did, if he did, which I know goddamn well he didn't, you know what I'm saying? Kudos to him. I'm in the studio right, right now trying to make my motherfucking all gold and everything. Because <laughs> I'm trying to get my 200 too. You know what I'm saying? Because he's letting damn fools in the game. They let damn fools. I got some fools there. I mean, I love Papa Molly. I'm sweating. It's just a fun-ass <laughs> album. I mean, well, not album. Sorry, mixtape. The mixtape is ridiculous. It's, it's fun. I, I, I ride out to it every morning on the uh, treadmill. Well, I got a couple yeah. other new ones now, right now. But Trinidad James, I dig him. I like his name. I like his style. I think I think it's cool. I think it's needed. I think he shook things up a bit and then got on their keys and cues and let them know that, hey, yo, we slacking and we need to get to work, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it, it, anybody, it showed that anybody could make it. Your brother could make it. Your grandma could true. make it. Yeah, yeah, sure. And, I, and you know, I, I need to not hate on his hustle because that's exactly that's exactly what it is. He's he's doing his thing, and, and and no one can take that away from him because he's doing it on his terms. And so I guess that works. But again, when I when I watched the video, I I couldn't help but laugh because I'm from Trinidad and Tobago. So when my friends were telling me about him, I was like, I don't want to see the video. Mm, I don't want to see the video. Nope, don't want to see the video. And when I saw it, I was like, this guy got some Versace shoes on. Like, what is this guy doing? Some rolled up pants. He looks crazy. Didn't he? Didn't he? And that's why. Also, you can't knock him. Like I, I love that he's being him, regardless of whatever the fuck everybody says. And I think that that's what makes him so awesome. And I can't, I can't stun on his success, or I can't even like be mad that he got signed to Def Jam. Although I think that sends a crazy message. But whatever, he got signed, and I think it's good for him. And he really is passionate about it. Because when I went to his show. What was that like two weeks ago? He was he gave every bit on the stage, and I and I I admire that. I respect it. I, I was there too, and I thought yeah. it was, I thought it was dope. And even though he fucked okay. us over with them okay, four songs well, maybe, he did, maybe I need to give him a you little know. bit more of a you know. Let me give him a little bit more of a. Yeah, you, you gotta see it live. So yeah, and if, that, if you exactly see it live, what you say, if you see it live, then yeah, okay. if you see it live, it'll, it'll give you a whole another uh, you know what I'm saying outlook on this guy. He is really a sight to see. You know, yeah, I mean, I'm, it's, it's a couple of things that he needs to work on as far as his performance goes and everything. He got to believe it. But once he, you know, does a couple more shows and shit, he's going to be dope. And he's not yeah. a one-hit wonder. He's not a one-hit wonder. So you niggas can get that out their head right now. Oh, yeah, man, I was thinking that. I'm not going to lie to you. I was. I was nah, thinking that. Nah, nah. He's uh-uh. smart enough to be here. He's smart enough to be here. Okay. He's going to okay. make it. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, now we're going to go out to the standout moments slash stories in music 2012. Clearly, we're not going to be able to get through all of them, but obviously, you know, each year brings a new artist, new song, new album, but a crazy story to accompany it. And this year has produced some epic moments in music history. Let's first talk about, and I feel like we beat this dead with a horse, but let's first talk about the Rihanna and Chris Barr collabs at the beginning of this year. And then just everything that she had, like the, the, I swear they had this like wind thrust that's been going on the, the last eight to nine months, from the collaboration on Birthday Kick to Nobody's Business to the Instagram photo. Um, uh, we're in a bad relationship with Kriana as a society, <laughs> as people who digest pop culture information. We are in an unhealthy relationship with Chris Brown and Rihanna because we cannot help but be invested. I truly believe I that. Like, I know. They're, they're saying nobody's business, but they're making it our business. They're putting it everywhere, so we have to see it. Oh, we just got to take it for what it is. We really do. No, I agree. To be honest, I would have these debates with somebody. I'm like, listen, no one ever said they were dating. They never said they were dating. And so when people say, oh, Rihanna's single, and they're trying to read all these 
subliminal tweets. I'm like, y'all, like she's doing what she wants to do. Uh, Jack, what are your thoughts about about Chris Brown, Rihanna, his ex girlfriend Carucci? What what do you what are your thoughts about this this whole thing with them? I think Chris Brown is one of the most charmed and luckiest niggas in the world. I mean, he got Rihanna and Coochie at the same time. Wait, you know, they doing they thing. What? Oh my goodness! <laughs> they doing it, man. Oh you know, God. this dude is—he's—he's he, he got it going on, man. The, the song—they can't go wrong with the music. Uh, I—I like seeing this train wreck. I wish they, they would do a reality show. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, that'd be too much creative. Rihanna, Nah, it wouldn't, that shit would be so dope. Because they, they, they've they been entertaining us off and on, like, at least every two weeks for the last nine months. You don't think no. we're going to get sick of it eventually? No. I, I no, think that that's the thing. I, I think people are like getting tired of it. I mean, there's only but so much that you can take. Uh, to the point where you're just like, I'm over watching them. Like, I'm just over it. Well, I think that's where I'm getting at, but we have to write about it every day. So it's like yeah, you kind of have to. Yeah. If that was the case, Coochie wouldn't even be famous and whatnot. So oh, my God. Her name is Karuchi. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I mean, why, we, why do we even know her? What she did besides... I know, no, yeah. I know. Well, there's I a know. lot of people I... that are famous because their their girlfriends are somebody so famous, so we can't be mad at her for that. Yeah, no, it's true. And I say that to say, it's true. I say that to say, if if you can, if you um, if your life is interesting enough to make a nigga that ain't got no talent famous, then you got something there. Nobody don't give a fuck about who I'm with. Yeah, okay. Oh they don't care. I, I, uh, I, I think that's dope. They touching lives. What was Coochie yeah. doing before this? No. I'm not looking at him right now because he. <laughs> no, to be honest, no. But all jokes aside, I was. I, that's the conversation I think that everyone says. You know, before she was dating Chris Brown, no one knew who she was, and now she's known as oh, that's Chris Brown's ex girlfriend slash stylist slash something this slash model slash you know I don't know. She has a lot. They're just titles. making up shit. They're making up shit that she do. She <laughs> wasn't probably doing none of that shit. Uh, probably, you know, okay. I, I think that she she made her career. Now she's um she's up here making club appearances and whatnot. I mean, she giving he, he providing jobs to people. I'm telling I mean, people. People want to see her. People want to see her. But hey, moving on to the next Chris one. Chris Brown is good. As, their relationship is good for the economy. Oh my God! I dig it. Moving on. We're going to move on to the next one. Uh, Frank Ocean's, what I like to call truth moment, him coming out. I'm not going to say about his sexuality, because in my mind, he never really said he was gay. Um, he just said that his first love was a man. man. I know the songs, Forrest Gump. You're about to go all in that, Jack. But what you, you know, I know a lot of people are, I feel like we live in a society where a lot of people are still homophobic. A lot of men are. But. Frank Ocean, people still can't deny his music. A lot of guys were like, I can't even listen to Frank Ocean the same way anymore, but I, I feel like that's unfair because he was still making, and he still is making good music. What what, what are your thoughts on that uh, on him coming out about that a week before his album drops, or like a couple of days before his album drops, uh, Jack? I think that was genius and whatnot. Even if you ain't gay, um, and, you know, I, it inspired me. I was like, I need to let people know I'm straight. I'm going to come out the closet and let them know that I like the girl. <laughs> You know, a lot of people think that I'm gay. That's how I got on. And so now I got to reinvent myself. And, you know, I'm learning something. But, yeah, I think Frank Ocean's music is dope. I don't look at him any differently. But then when, I, when, he, uh, first, when he first came out and with Novocaine and that first mixtape, I was saying yeah. to myself, I've got to go to a concert. I know them hoes is going to be there. But now I feel like i got to take me a girl with me because, if I don't, I might be surrounded by a whole bunch of fanboys and oh everything, and I don't want them to like me like that. So that's my whole thing. I gotta, I gotta bring my girl to the concert. Oh, I gotta bring my girl to the concert. I'm dead. <laughs> um, Nikki, what are your thoughts about Frank Ocean? I think that Frank's quote-unquote truth moment was genius, business-wise, and he probably didn't do it like that. He probably just really wanted to get it off his chest, which is great. Um. I well, mean, why I'm, a, I'm a female. I mean, because he felt, you know, he, you don't know what people's personal demons are. And if he felt like he needed to put that out there, then that's what he needed to do. And that alone makes me respect him because a lot of other people got secrets and demons that they're dealing with, and they can't even say if they homies. You know what I'm saying? They're best friends, and he told the world. So I think that's a good look for him. 
I think it's great. I mean, and I well, think well, well, let me ask you this. You think, you think he was getting that much pussy to the point where he was like, I, I can't take this shit no more. I got to tell these motherfuckers I am gay. Too but he didn't say he was gay. Me. He said he fell in love with a man, which I get it. He said he fell in love with a man, so he, That's you know, gay. whatever his son, love is love at the end of the day. And and so, no, 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 no. Exactly. Love I agree. Is love. love is love, but, but I think people, people want to put on that. That's not fair. a man, you're gay. That's right. So even if he's gay, that doesn't take away from his music being incredible. There are a lot of people like there are a lot of artists I, I, who we just don't even we just don't know they're gay, and exactly, we respect their music. Exactly. I, I agree. Like I agree. The problem like is the like problem that. is is that in this world, ignorance is bliss, and people don't want to know things. And so, because you know it now, you look at him different. Like, nah, take the music for what it is, and that's what you know. I mean, that is. If I, he likes guys, he likes guys. But the music is still awesome. I, I think that you, I think that it's none of our business his sexuality and whatnot. I think that he should have kept that in the closet, and I don't know if he was using it as a marketing strategy or not, but if he was... Well, what if that makes him feel better that it's out? From the interviews, but to to both of you, from the interviews that I read, um, for him, he was on the phone doing it, they were doing an album listening, and he was just basically like, that's it. Like, he just had to, he was over it because they were addressing those those comments and how he was using he instead of she. And he was just like, I just, I got to come out and do it. He wrote the letter a, a year prior to releasing it. Like, that's what's right. crazy about it. So it wasn't even that's like planned. I feel like it. he always liked it. Who the hell was he writing his letter to? Oh, my gosh. That's not even the point. <laughs> it's the point is that he needed to get it out. The point is that Frank yeah, I, I wanted think, people to him. know that he was in love with somebody he could have. And even if it was a girl, the story is still just as powerful because everybody can connect to that because people are people and they relate. You can relate to being in love with somebody that don't love your ass back. Yeah, yeah, I'm right. always in love with somebody that don't love me. So we're not because I know this can this can go on and on and on. But I I think it's I think it was amazing that Frank Ocean definitely did what he did, and I think a lot of he's going to get a lot more people to support who he truly is. Um, real quick because I know this can be beaten down to a dead horse as well. Rihanna seven seven seven. Did that say to me seven 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 tour? Um, was it was it was it good bad? And what, you know, did you think that was a, was a smart strategy for what she did to promote her album? Real quick, Nikki. Ah, uh, because I because I had spoken with um one of the writers who was on the plane during the tour. Mm-hmm. I felt really bad for for them and for the tour because I think what Rihanna imagined it to be it didn't come out that way. Also, she's mm-hmm. not such a strong performer to do seven straight back-to-back, you know, situations like that. I mean, she's probably done it before, but I just feel like it, the style and the way that the trip or the tour was designed didn't seem smart to me, but what it did do was kept everybody in tune to what she was doing every second, even if you were reading about the journalist or if you were reading about yep. what she was doing or whatever. So it did put 777 in, you know, in your lifestyle for a little bit, and I think that that worked to her advantage. It did. Uh, real quick, Jack, what, what did you think? Fail? I thought it, uh, I thought it was I thought it was not. It wasn't a fail at all. I think that any controversy is good controversy with uh, when it comes to Rihanna, and you know, it was excellent promotion for the album. Um, yep. I was a little jealous that she didn't want me on the tour. Um, <laughs> you know, I guess I needed to delete those YouTube videos. Um, outside of that, I'm, uh, I, I, I thought it was dope. Rihanna's yeah, smart. I, I think so, too. I can tell you, I was hanging on every journalist from Billboard to Rolling Stone to Spin. I mean, I was hanging on to everybody's last word yeah, whenever they were about to post something. I was I was so engulfed. I almost I almost was looking at myself crazy, like, is am I okay? Am I supposed to be? Like, I was giving myself the side eye how involved I was on what was going on on her 777 tour. Um, mm-hmm. Of course. Jay's inaugural opening at the Barclays Center. Did you all get to go to any of those shows? Opening oh, up the Barclays sorry. Center, what did they chose? I'm proud of Jay you know as a businessman. I, I didn't I didn't make it out to there because my okay. free tickets never did come through for that with all the people that I know that's connected to his situation. But as right. soon as they do, I'm gonna make my way over there. Yeah, um, no, he I think it was I think it was an epic moment for just hip hop history, Jay Z opening up the Barclays. Um I went to one of the shows I was just kind of I I, I was just Most taking definitely. everything in. That was my first time in the Barclays Center, obviously. But then just to be around all those people, the energy was crazy. It was crazy. 
It was crazy, mm-hmm. but I think that was a big moment. Uh, what were your thoughts about it, Nikki? Yeah, I felt the same way. I, I didn't get a chance to get out, which kind of was disappointing. Um, I didn't get a chance to see it, but just from listening to it and um, people giving their accounts of being there, it seemed like it was very powerful. And even though I didn't get to see it and I didn't get to go, I was proud. And and that takes a lot for me sometimes. So I was proud of him, not knowing him or anything, but just like his story. And I think it motivated a lot of people. Like, you could come from, from nothing, hustle your way up, and really, you know, make business moves. And I think that said a lot for where we are as a people and also where we are as far as hip-hop, too. So I was proud. Right. Okay. Right. Okay, so now, I mean, I know there's tens of thousands of stories that we can get through, but I really want to get through these 2013 projections. Um, I'm excited for the new year for music alone because there were a lot of artists that fell off the grid this year, um, didn't really get to drop albums. Um, what, what are your thoughts about, let's, let's, talk, let's talk Beyonce because she did the Pepsi deal. She's performing at the Super Bowl in February in an interview on Billboard. The Dream said, like, expect new music. What do you all what do you all project for Beyonce, Jack? What do you think is gonna happen with Beyonce next year? Beyonce gonna be on top whether she performed or not. She is mm-hmm. her career is set. She's fine. Yeah. She's gonna be great. There's nothing bad that you can say about Beyonce. She her life is set. It's gonna have a happy ending, man. So yeah. Well, it's gonna have a happy ending. I like that. I, I, I think you it seems like you agree as well, uh, Nikki. Heck yeah. I, like, Beyonce is the queen, king, or whatever you want to call it. She is the end-all, be-all of that shit. She's an yeah. insane performer. I think the Pepsi deal is going to catapult her into a whole nother, like, she's going to be on some crazy Jay-Z shit with this Pepsi thing, but I think that that's incredible for her. Do you all think there's going to be a Watch the Throne 2 in 2013? Oh, I hope not. Ugh. Why? Well, yeah. I, I love Watch the What did you say? Oh, I said, go ahead, girl. You, you, um, I, 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 I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. I thought you had an answer. No, I didn't. Watch it through. I don't want. I don't want a second one. Watch it through was really good for what it was, and I think it, it did a it did a lot of big things. But I don't like too many sequels. Too many, like just let it live how it was, and now give me Kanye needs to give me his solo album. Jay needs to give me his solo album, and that's it. Uh, you you would love to see one, Jack. Yeah, not with them though. Um, I want to see one with my dog Fifty Cent and uh, Eminem. Uh, I love to see oh, Ti and Jeezy okay. do one together. Yeah, yeah. So Ti, Jeezy, um, you know uh, Eminem, Fifty Cent. Um, that's my Watch the Throne Throne predictions for 2013. So you know, just look out for that. Okay, that's that. But that's interesting that no one wants to see. You want to want to see Watch the Throne too. I I get what you're saying with the sequel. So that's that's very interesting. Okay. What about uh, ASAP Rocky is actually dropping in the, in the first quarter? Are you all um, anticipating his his album sales and just what he has going on? Oh, I am. I mean, I've, I've already heard it, <laughs> and I think the album is. Oh wow! What, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for him. I am. Okay, so so from what you have heard that you can give us insight on, is it is it good? Is it going to be worth it? Are people going to be really excited for him? It's worth it. It's definitely worth it. And I think um, okay. what we were talking about in the office yesterday, you got really good um, posse cuts on there, which is really awesome. And um, it, it's just exciting to have fresh new talent on the scene, and he's a really okay. good guy. So I'm happy, I'm excited for him, and I think that people will purchase it. Like if you rock with him, you'll buy it. Right. Okay. What um what about I mean obviously it's going to be Grammys at the top of the year. What about Miguel and, and Frank Ocean? How do you think they're going to do for for 
So buy Vixen. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, hey. okay. Yo, I have to thank you all so much for joining me. Thank you all for joining me. I'm excited, celebrating three years, and I got to celebrate it with you all. I know Ryan had to jump off, but um, I'm, I'm grateful that you all were able to join me to end this year off with a bang, obviously, until next year. But, Jack, starting with you, let everyone know where you're, what you're currently working on and how they can find you through social media and all that jazz. Um, you know, um, first and foremost, jackthriller.com. Make sure you go there because if it's relevant, it's there. You know, if it's different, it's there. It's just a site for different shit. Make sure you go check out my site, jackthriller.com. Follow me on Twitter, at jackthriller, uh, Facebook, youngjackthriller, Instagram, at jackthriller. See what I'm doing, man, because I'm talking about some real cool shit. <laughs> Um, you know, you can catch me on uh, the next season of Wilding Out. You know what I'm saying? That's coming back. Right. I'm really excited about that. Um, so you can also catch me. Uh, I'm working on my um, comedy album right now. I'm in Miami in the studio working on my I'm trying to, like I said, get my Trinidad James on and whatnot. It's called Sucker MCs. It's an ensemble of talented people uh, like myself, my man Stax, um, my man uh, Zorenzo, and it's just a you know we, we're making magic over here. So it's a, it's a wonderland inside the studio. So just look out for me. I love it. You I love it. Now, Miss Lady, what's going on with you over at Vibe Vixen? We just released our December January digital magazine with Elvon on the cover. So check that out. Go to vibevixen.com. Um, and that's really it. We're really like coming really really strong. 2013. We've had an incredible year. So I'm excited. Um, you can find me at Miss Journalism on Twitter and on Instagram, M-I-S-S Journalism. Very simple. And um, that's where you can catch me. I'm kind of low-key. So you can find me at the Vibe offices or online. And I'm, I'm really excited um, to bring bigger and better from Vibe Vixen in 2013. Yes, I'm excited. <laughs> Woohoo! Thank you all again for joining <laughs> me. And I need a quick drum roll, please, for my announcement. Jack, go ahead with some drum roll, please. Okay, so my special announcement is, for those that don't know, I am actually going to be launching a web series at the top of the year. I am excited about that. So you'll be able to to see and hear more of me because that is the way to go. So be on the lookout for that. More details will be coming on my website, uh, georgettepierre.com, obviously. Thank you all so much. I mean, three years. I've been doing this for three years, and just the fact of, just making it this far and, and still having, like, another three to five years to go. So it, it's awesome. 2013 It's going to be a great year for all of us. So, Jack, Thrilla, Skrilla, Nikki, thank you for joining me. Also, for more details on what I'm working on, you can catch me on MTV's Hip Hop Log Rap Fix, musing about pop culture, subscribe to my news feed. You can catch this episode and other archive shows podcasting on iTunes by searching Georgia Pier Radio in your iTunes store. Follow me on Twitter at Georgette Pierre and Facebook at Georgette A. Pierre. I'll leave you with one of my Georgette-isms. Their fears are not your fears. Stay fearless. Chat, Nikki, y'all are awesome. And thank you to Ryan. You all have a phenomenal holiday and new year. I know I will be seeing and hearing from you all um, a lot. So um, thank you all again. You too, Mama. Thank you. Okay, y'all have a good night. Thank you. So, again, my guests were awesome. Um, Thanks for listening to Georgia PR Radio. Happy holidays to you and yours, and happy new year. Three years, baby. Peace.